Hey everyone, I uh, hope you're having a good week, good weekend. I had a great camp, Mets Fantasy Camp, playing baseball for the week. I'm back to being a child. I had, uh, you know, I, I think it, the camp is amazing more than just baseball, more than whatever team I'm into. It's more about everyone, no matter what they do in life, how much money they have, all that jazz. It, it comes right back to being a child. And competing and just camaraderie and friendship. It's uh, if something goes down, it stays within that. It's we call it schoolyard justice. Schoolyard justice. We govern ourselves, and it works very well. It's a lot of fun and all that jazz. Uh, Gabrielle, my daughter, had said, "Hey, I really want to talk to. I want to interview." my friend Adam and uh, so I have Adam here today he's a young man he's got views on faith and stuff like that and I'm always fascinated that because between me uh, my wife all of us we all have all different views and I stay along the line of I think it's cool for people just to talk and I think more people talk the way we're going to talk in this conversation that you're going to listen to than we really think. I know when we're just in the backyard, we got a bonfire going, a lot of times, me and a couple of my friends, we go there. We go far and wide and all over the place. And again, the key to this is it's just a conversation. They're just thoughts. Uh, and uh, hopefully it'll keep you entertained or get you to that place that you're driving to. Or get you through the day. Or get you through a moment that you're trying to get through. I can't thank... I, I love meeting all you, by the way. I really... At the meet and greets, and I get to meet so many of you, I love when people come up and they go, Oh, my gosh. And, you know, the... I saw you... I listened to the, to the podcast and rooting for your daughter. And I know she's going to be singing soon and all this other stuff. I just want to say I really, really appreciate it. Um, as always, Christine, hello. Uh, Seabass, Tina, I haven't said hello to you for a while. Sally Ann, um, Jules, um, Holly, Jason, you're all on the Twitter. And I just want to say I'm prepping you for today. This is my daughter, Gabrielle who has started her singing lessons for the song Vienna, which she right now is scheduled to perform at the Paramount at the end of February. So February 21st, I believe. So if you go on that show, I believe uh, we'll see how she does. And then we'll talk about it clearly on the podcast. So sit down, relax. I hope you're in a good place in life. If you're not, I hope it gets better. It sucks when you're not in a good place. It really sucks. And I hope it gets better. Surround yourself by people that can lift you up. Here's a conversation. We go pretty far out there. This is me, uh, my daughter, Gabrielle, and her friend, Adam, who plays in this rock metal thrash band. Never had a drink. 
never did any drugs. Um, and we'll just start with that. And it's just, again, just a conversation. Hope you have a good one. And away we go. Good, good to hear from you guys. I got a lot of response with Gabrielle on last week. And some, some people bought tickets for the Paramount and all hopped up to see her at the Paramount. Don't be scared. It's, uh, it's good friends. It's good people. Uh, I believe Christine is going to be there. Yes, I know you are. And many other... Troy. Troy's going to be there. Ooh. He's on Instagram. Um, there's a lot of people going, oh, wow, she's going to knock that out. But that's up to you. You took lessons so far? Yeah. How I did they go? Her. It was good. I met with my old singing teacher. It was really funny because she was saying how much my voice has changed since I was like 12. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> right, because she didn't really... That was like 14, 15 last yeah. time. Wow, okay. I was right. a youngin'. Um, so you confident about that? It's a big shabiggle, you know. I know. Okay. I'm just saying. Seemed like 1,200 people. Okay, thanks. <laughs> just letting you know. Just give me a heads up. Know, really, I'm, I'm really... confident in you. Yeah. I'm just saying. You, f- you feel good right off the bat? Yeah, I guess. It's just like one of those things I don't want to like hype up or put down so i'm just kind of neutral towards it fair enough it's i'm i it's just i don't know <laughs> fair enough i know at your age i was i'm just like i uh, had a lot of butterflies going on i know okay yeah all right just check it in so what else i just came back from the mets fantasy camp that i was telling you about and i'm proud to say i survived i have no injuries did well had a great week and also want to at the end, I said, I think I'm going to try to get into something that happened down there that was really interesting. I just don't know how. Ah, I'll just get brutally honest with it, but we'll get into that later. I want to write that down so I remember to tell you guys. So, you brought a friend here. I did. I brought you want to tell us about this? <laughs> I brought an old friend from high school. Um, his name is Adam. Okay. We recently started talking again okay after i've been gone at school and whatnot and doing doing life Mm -hmm. um but we started hanging out again and we went to the movies the other day to see star wars and on the way home we got into the topic of religion and i was like honestly like i know i know that he's changed a lot since i last saw him so i was curious to see what his um view was on Religion. Mm, okay. Yeah. Wow, we're shooting right out the gate here. Yeah, why not? It's, <laughs> it's I thought it. I thought it makes sense. It's Sunday night, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 All right. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, Gabby said, you know, because I have views, our household has views. Everyone has views. Everyone has views. And uh, ideas. Ideas. And then we all see what, what are the effects? Are they good effects? Do they cause harm? Does it cause greatness? Does it cause whatever, morality? And we'll get into all that shabiggle. But what I like is I'll talk a little bit of what happened down at fantasy camp. And then we'll talk with uh, your friend Adam here 
and then we'll, I wouldn't mind starting with you first, but we'll get into that in two seconds. Okay. Are you ready for that? Yeah. All right. All right, so this is very intriguing because for those of you who don't know, yes, I kid about it, I put it out there as stand-up, but the honest truth is my wife um, is Christian. She defines herself as Christian. She goes to church locally every Sunday. She makes... She's in a women's group. Woman's group, right? Yep. Now she makes, she doesn't make you go. She wants you to get really involved. But what are, what do you gab? First of all, let me ask you this. Do you believe? What am I? Let me ask you, no, no, let me ask you this. <laughs> let me ask you this. Yes. Do you believe there's a God? And if there is a God, what is it? Uh, I don't know. It's not, see, the thing is, like, God, I don't see it as God. I, I just don't I don't I don't see like some big guy person thing in the sky kind of like guiding me what do you see then if anything um I see it more as like a universal thing like a more of a the universe will the universe will will put things into your life and will make things happen to you that are necessary for where you will end up. What do you think, like, ancient humans did? Like, uh, tribal I think groups and stuff? Because they all, from their drawings and their and the spirituality, I'm not saying they were the answer, but what do you think they looked at? Well, I don't really know what exactly you're referring to. Like a Native American. Do you think like they prayed typical, to something, didn't they? Typical Native American. Well, yeah, I mean, like, there's very many different tribes that practiced many different religions, per se, so... I don't know if it... Yeah, the idea... It defines religion. The idea of a Native American and what they believed was a lot... I don't know. I... I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's get to Adam here. Now, Adam, describe. Yes. How's it going? Good. <laughs> this Thanks is Adam. Yeah, hi. <laughs> Adam. Now, I would see Adam playing um, drums <clears throat> at church. Yeah. And then from there, now he's got, um, he's in the rock world. Yes. Heavy metal thrash, I would say. <laughs> yeah. It's called metalcore. Metalcore? <laughs> yeah. Metalcore is, yeah, I mean, it's generally metal. Metalcore is like the, sort of the subgenre. Okay. And you just came back from your first little tour. Yeah. That was not with his band, though. That was with that his was friend. That was with, okay, yeah, that was so with your friend. My friend, my friend Jack, who I've been friends with for a long time, he has this punk rock band called Jack and the Meoffs. <laughs> um, That's nice. And they don't, they, yeah. <laughs> All right. So they had like a, they had like a two-week tour planned, and they don't have a drummer right now, so he, he hit me up, and he was like, hey, we're going on tour. There's another, it was them and another band called Latchkey Kids that's also really good. So he asked me to fill in, so I practiced with them a couple times and learned all the songs, and then... Went down south for two weeks playing shows. It was was fun. it fun? Yeah, it's a blast. Went what to Florida. Your, what was your favorite part of it? Um, was it playing? It's was me, it I think it's meeting people. Mm. I, I love. It's it's really cool to go to like to play some like basement show in like Delaware and like have like people come out who actually like know the words. 
Well, this is what I think is interesting too is you're one of the, how old are you? I'm 20. You're 20, you don't drink, mm -hmm. you never drank? Yeah, never. Never ever drank? Yeah. So I'm gonna assume you never ever did anything else, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's fascinating. Now what does, who I got? I can't relate. <laughs> Yes, clearly. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I figured that out a long time ago. Yeah. Um, that's that's a lot. Of, that's a podcast down the road. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Trust oh, me, man. you're gonna you're gonna keep this revenue going with this with Dad's career. We're just talking about you in the next couple of years and your sisters. Oh God. The whole family. We can. Yeah. We will line up. Tell you what, you want to play dysfunctional family poker? <laughs> I will line up our side, including me and my family, and we will crush anybody out there. Oh, I don't we know will... about that. No? <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I think we're going to have to play this one day. Who wants to play dysfunctional family poker? Really, I really don't think we're that bad compared to some of the stories I've heard. Yes, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, I mean, I can, our, I can start off with my mom. Our immediate family is fine. It's really fine. It's the extended family. It's, it's the extended, the extended mm -hmm. family. I feel like that applies to everybody. Uh, I don't know. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well. I, I, yeah, I do too. Yeah. yeah. Everyone got says crazy that. aunts and uncles. I agree. <laughs> so what made you? Because clearly you were tempted. Yeah. Or not tempted, but offered. I mean, you've seen people doing it all around me, and yeah, definitely, I've been like in those environments. When did you feel that way? That's feel really like I didn't want to do it? Yeah. Well, I think I never really had any urge to like try like drugs or alcohol or anything. And then, like, once I got to the age at, like, sort of, like, beginning of high school where, like, people, like, my peers were starting to do that stuff, um, I kind of just, like, I just didn't really have any interest in it. Um, Why not? I just, for me, like, I feel like, for me, it's, like, my mind is, like, the most important thing I have. And I always, I just really like being, like, clear-headed and having, like, be, like, my judgment be totally clear, not mm. being, like, clouded or affected in any way. Did you ever see anyone? Is there someone close to you that you've seen them uh, clouded? Yeah, not not really anyone close or to me. friends? But more just like in high school. Yeah, just like in high school in general. Like uh, at the high school I went to, it's like it was, people were really big into partying. So I'd always see kids like drunk and high and stuff like that. And I, I just kind of observed and just like realized I didn't have any interest in it. Um, and then towards the end of high school, uh, when I got into the local music scene and started going to like hardcore shows and stuff, that's when I found out about the straight edge community, which is basically just a bunch of people like me who don't drink or do drugs. And I'd kind of felt like I was the only one in high school because like everyone around me was doing it. Yeah. And then when I started meeting other people through like the local music scene, I was kind of like, oh, this is like, this is like an actual thing. It's not just like me being a weirdo. No, because even uh, Mike Tichy, who he used to play guitar and in my band and drums and mm -hmm. and uh, his brothers Brian Titchy, if you guys know, but he's never, ever. He's the funniest guy in the world. He can hang with everyone, but he absolutely does nothing. Never did. Yeah. Has no desire to. Yeah. Good for him. Um. So you no, know, I've met comedians that have never. This guy mm -hmm. that was on Sunday Live. I must have asked him 40 times, this guy, Hugh Fink, and he was a, a writer there. I go, Hugh, you've never, he's like, never. 
Mm-hmm. You never have one drink. Never. Yeah. Never wanted to. You yeah. never smoked pot. Never. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I feel. I just I just never really had any interest. Not not to get all like we live in a society no, no, about no. it, but yeah. I feel like there's there's this there's such like a weird pressure, especially around drinking. I feel like like drugs are still very taboo in like like Western culture, but I feel like there's such a pressure that like drinking has become so normalized, and it's like you're weird if like you don't drink al- alcohol because it's like there's advertise advertisements for it everywhere, and like everyone around you does it. Um, and I, I don't know. The question I always ask is like usually uh, like I love talking about it, but when people ask me why I don't drink or why I don't smoke in like an accusatory way, like it's weird. My question is always just like, why would I? You know, I why would that. I? <laughs> I like that. But that's just uh, how I kind of look at it. Like I just never felt a reason to. Never felt reason to. Yeah. I like how you call it normalized because it really mm-hmm. is. At the end yeah. of the day. Honestly, that's a lot of cultures, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Drinking is normal? Irish, yeah. German, yeah. Puerto Rico, like, you know, Mexico. <laughs> if you think of a lot of different countries, like, drinking is very, like, culture. England. It's like expected, London, yeah. When I went to London, like, it was just very normal for people to be, like, drinking in the middle of the day. No, that's that's interesting because uh, you're right. I was in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. yeah. Italy, yeah. where they're drinking wine in the afternoon mm-hmm. and pasta, all that stuff. <laughs> or just college in general. College, those yeah, things college, are like huge. So it's so like expected of you to be like partying and drinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. So when when you you've been in parties where people yeah. are high and are mm-hmm. drunk and all that and so do you usually hang with them until the end or or is it kind of a oh my god you guys are a mess you guys are a mess i don't really mind Done. i don't really mind being around it i used to in high school it really bothered me if i was like around people who were like drinking or smoking um it would make me uncomfortable but now like i i've kind of accepted that like like in college, it's like you kind of just have to get used to being around that stuff because it's just, it's so like constant everywhere. So yeah, it doesn't really bother me being around people who are drinking. Like, I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm not like judging anyone else. It's not no, like no, I, no, I, know. I have no issue with other people doing it. Yeah. Um, it's just not for me. So yeah, like I could, I'll go to parties and stuff as long as it's not like I'm being pressured to do it. Like right. it doesn't bother me. But have you ever really, because I, I noticed too, like people will pressure you, but after you kind of... I, I, I've been in places where like, come on, come on. I'm like, nah, I don't want to. Oh, come on. I don't want to. It, they usually don't care after a while. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, NYU, I think especially, the NYU community has been great about that because it's just, it's such like a well, think- diverse progressive school anyway. Like there's so many people from all different like places and walks of life anyway that I think people yeah. are just generally understanding. That's like a lot of um, liberal arts schools. Mm-hmm. Huh. So was, when I was going to Eckerd, yeah. if someone was like, no, it's okay, I'm not drinking, they were just like, okay. <laughs> but then at like College of Charleston, if I was like, yeah, I'm not drinking tonight, they're like, oh, come on. Really? Yeah. What do you think makes the difference? Liberal arts. Oh, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know. It was a bigger school, more city-based. Hmm. So, hmm. I don't know. It's very, it's more of like a party school, I feel like. Hmm. So, all right. Could also just be the people you hang around. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's huge. Well, yeah. You get started early. 
No, I didn't. No. Yeah. I didn't start. I didn't what I consider? No, no, no. I what I consider early. I'm talking teenage, teenage world. Okay. What do you think that was? I don't know. <laughs> Would you? You want? You seem like you want to. I don't. I don't know. You seem like. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> saying. It's it's curious to see. He's like, never, but I know at 14, you somewhere around there. No. I actually didn't start drinking, drinking yeah. till college, because I didn't get invited were, to anything in high school. You are so full of baloney. I found vodka in your house with friends over here. You don't remember that? In your closet? In my closet? Yeah. When was this? This is why you were in high school. I don't recall. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah. Well, um, like, that's like... Yeah, but that's like more low key. Like the, I'm talking more. It's about still like, the same thing. I'm just talking about drinking in oh, general. Well, I'm not blaming you. I'm just. I'm just. That I'm didn't start until my junior year, though. I was not exposed to like that stuff. Drinking. Yeah. Until was, my junior. Year. So was it one particular friend, or was it? No, it was. It was my cousin actually at the mountain house. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember that. That was, that was a song. The wait, first wait a minute. Night. That, was, that was the first night I ever got drunk. Wait a minute. That was wait a minute. This is hilarious. So we're in this mm-hmm. I rent out this place uh near Woodstock mm-hmm. and in the back they have a barn oh my God, that's set up. So much fun. Yeah, the bar the barn is amazing. So <laughs> He said, oh, the cousins are staying together. Why don't you two go stay in the barn? Teenagers can stay in the barn and adults stay in the house. Well, it's like 10, 30 at night. Gabrielle comes in and goes, hey, um, do you guys have uh, orange, orange juice? juice? <laughs> Subtle. I've never drank. Subtle. I've never, <laughs> I've never drank orange juice in my life. So I know just- exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go in the house. I'm gonna get orange juice, and I'm gonna say it's for the morning. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Which, which actually isn't a bad idea. Here's the one flaw: Gabrielle hates orange juice. I've never, I've hated and orange never juice drank it in her life. Uh-huh. Oh my god! So I asked her, what, "What is this for?" And she went, "Well, in the morning, so uh, I can drink orange juice, and that's what we're gonna drink." And I knew right <laughs> like there. Like I always do. I I think I laughed in your face. Yeah, you did. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> mom was there too. The mom was. Mom had no clue. Yeah, but then you. Really? <laughs> yeah, she had no clue. Like, how do you not see this? How old were you, Gabby? I was like. Uh, it was 2015. 16. 2015. Right. So I was 16. Yeah. Now, Adam. Yeah. You. So, all right, as Gab, I'm always curious. Someone, what, what is, does morality kind of keep you in check too as well? Or is it Too, basically? like in addition to religion? Yeah, like what, well, what is religion to you? Just in general, like what are yeah. my beliefs? Um, I, you don't even, or just, yeah, whatever. Um, I, I mean, I, I consider myself a Christian by, in terms of my faith, I okay. consider myself a Christian. I would yeah. say, I, w- I would say, yeah, morality, I would say, keeps me in check. Um, I, I'd say I prioritize morality over religion, I think. Like, I think I, mm. I won't, like, I won't follow a religious teaching if I think it's wrong, rather mm. than, like, vice versa, because some people base their opinions of right and wrong on their religion. I sort of... I like I'll I'll base whether or not I follow religion on, or at least a specific teaching of religion, and if I think it's right or wrong. 
Ah, that's interesting. I think in, in, in general, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I do. I, I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I listen to... I listen to... I, I learn by listening and yeah. I have to see. Yeah. Like I, I have a hard time. I'm just going to be blatantly honest. You know, mom, mom goes by biblical stuff. Yeah. Uh, where I go, there's, there's some good things in there mm-hmm. or a good example, just like a story of today. If yeah. there's something that happened today, oh, okay, it's very much like whatever. It's just like last week. It's happening all the time. Yeah. And there's some things where I go, I, I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know about that part. Mm-hmm. And so, but I don't turn my back on the whole thing. I just take it all as what makes me act more moral, what makes me walk the walk. I'm all about walking the walk yeah. instead of saying I'm this and I'm that and I'm that. Because then I feel sometimes you're judged harder if you say... You know, what is your religion? What is your background? Mm-hmm. And people, for some reason, hold that on such a high standard. They think you have to be perfect. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not perfect, you're you're this and you're that. And you're like, oh, see, you're not that type of person. Yeah. That is... Uh, people love to judge. They love... They really do, yeah. To judge. Mm-hmm. That's That's what... If you get any normal newspaper or any normal news... If we, if I were to look up a news thing right there, I can guarantee you there's three or four judgmental statements that already is telling you what to think of the situation before you read it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like a bias statement. Nonstop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll say whatever the word is, but they'll put the word in your head before you even read it. This yeah. another sick statement. Another. Yeah. Uh, terror. Like in terms of journaling and stuff like Correct. that. Correct. I, I'll, matter of fact, I, I challenge anyone out there, go, go look something up right now. Any news, hit any news you want. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, right off the bat, whatever the headline is, it's very misleading and it's already given you what you should think. But people, people go, well, I have a mind of my own and. We do, but a lot of us... A lot of us don't. <laughs> a lot of us don't. And no matter how educated you are, you mm-hmm. still have that judgment in your head before you even look at it or if you don't look at into it. Yeah, not even doesn't even have to be consciously. Yeah. No. How old are you? 19 now? 20. 20. You just turned just 20. Just turned 20, yeah. With a metal band. Mm-hmm. Going around from your, from your experiences, what... Is there a connection? What is everything? Just generally with speaking. faith, what is yeah? What is it? Well, the the way I've been kind of looking at things, especially recently, is like like I'm a Christian in terms of my faith, but I've what just, does that mean? Um, I say like, what does that mean? Like, I believe I believe in God. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe He died Got for it. our sins. Got um, it. But the reason I the reason I always specify in terms of my faith is I've just I've found myself becoming like really like increasingly disillusioned with organized religion, uh, especially in recent years. Um, I just, I have, I have a lot of, I have a lot of issues with religion and Christianity in particular, like as like an institution. And I feel like it's moving further and further away from like Jesus's teachings and like what it's supposed to be. Um, and I just, I have a hard time wanting to like associate myself with like the church as an institution. Ah, that's interesting (laughs) because 
I, and what, what bothers you most about... I'll tell you things that bother me. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Like you say, if... See, I... I don't even know if Jesus existed. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter to me. Because if that's the way he, this person spoke, it's great things. Any, even if you're just writing that down, it's it makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. To me. Yeah. It's, it's basically understand... Forgive, love, and, uh, you know, forget, well, oh, this is, I'm going Dude. far out there. No, 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 I'm trying That's to get. all good. Yeah, well, no, no, no. the thing is, like, when well, you say that and you're saying, like, Jesus said this and that and, like, this is what he represents, you can find that in every other religion. True, but. You what, can also find it in, like, philosophy, like, with Socrates and Aristotle, they're saying the same exact things that Jesus was saying. So, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, people ask me, like, um, they'll ask me and they'll go, uh, are you, you know, we think Jesus. I go, I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan. That's, yeah. If that's what he said, I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, but here's, here's the part that, that I always twist with, or, and I'm not trying to convince you or anything. Mm-hmm. I always wonder, okay, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if that person, we'll call him Jesus or anything, came to earth and they were, this is how people are supposed to live, this is the way humanity is supposed to be, blah, blah, blah. And they saw the power of that, right? And then they said, okay, this is a problem mm-hmm. because we can't keep our agenda up yeah so let's create uh all these other things to keep them you know know, i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to put down any type of religion or organized religion but i it makes sense to go you can watch a whole town if you have everybody coming into this establishment and you confess the naughty things no one knows about. Mm-hmm. What a great way to control your guilt hmm. and your emotions and everything about you. It's interesting. Yeah. So, and that was for everyone. So I thought there was a time when I was a kid, the thing that drives me nuts, here's the thing. And I, and I don't want to, I'm just telling you, these are just thoughts. So don't sit there and go, you know what? This is this is an outrage, Brewer. This is like the way you're a, you're a hell lover. You're a god. You're a hell. You don't believe in nothing. Go, boy, guy. sucked. Don't be that guy. You've been washed up for forty years. Just take <laughs> it easy. Take it easy. Reaction. These are just thoughts. They're just thoughts. Here's the other part that that I have a tough time understanding. I don't. Let, let's say existed, and I'm never gonna debate it because at the end of the day, I don't know. Me, Jim Brewer. Not, not, well, the Bible says, or this one says, and blah, blah, blah. Me, Jim Brewer, what gap? I was going to say, I think the issue is that people take the Bible literally. Like, well, they literally think that all these different stories happened well, in real time. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> this is, and this is something this is something Gabby and I were talking yeah, about. This like, what, yeah. Basically, like, like, the Bible, and, like, the Bible refers to itself in this way. So this isn't just, like, an opinion, but, like, the Bible is parables. And, 
like parables are like are stories that you're meant to glean some kind of like lesson or, or right, right. It's like a so, lesson. Yeah, you it's read a the story and you're Here's like, oh, I get it. It means don't lie or don't steal or whatever. Right. And the the problem, in my opinion, is that uh, people take like a microscope to these stories and start uh, like right. super closely analyzing specific words or phrases, and then like basing basing their worldview off of like like really small scale sections of what are supposed to be like large scale stories that, that you learn from. Mm. And then I, I think that's, I think that's why we get like a lot of issues. A lot of the issues that I have with Christianity, Christianity today, I think come from like that kind of scriptural analysis. All right. This may be wacky. Mm-hmm. This may be wacky, but I feel if Here's, when it comes to any, when you say it was the son of God and this person was the savior Mm -hmm. and they were sacrificed, here's where my wacky thought process, uh, process goes. I feel a lot of people waiting for, because they would say when they come back or when, in time or whatever, it's all gonna it's all gonna change and it's gonna come back and whatever's gonna happen. I think that stops a lot of people from living the now mm. and also underestimating the power that we all have within us. And so I thought, well, th- this is what. I always get confused. If we're all taught that we are the children of whatever exists, God or whatever. Yeah. Well, then how come there's only one son? I mean, mm. there's one son. Aren't mm-hmm. we all? For all the children. There's a lot of conflicting. But, but I don't want to debate it. <laughs> I just want to say a thought process where... I always thought, well, how, how do we know we don't have the power to touch many lives? Or we don't have the power to... I have firsthand experience of knowing I have healed someone's anger. Yeah. I've healed someone's devastating pain of, of, of a horrible loss they had. And could that be before books were written, all that, just also happened back then where it's considered a miracle what people today wait for oh well the the oceans did this and it rained for 40 days and walked on water I always thought because of saying it's the only child it doesn't give a chance for anyone today to be just as healing just as moral and just as, as interesting, as powerful. Yeah, sing it, Kanye. <laughs> no, no, no. Be, wow, what'd you say, sing it, Kanye? Is that a Kanye West song? No, but I'm gonna he's confess like, right now. He's I've never, this. ever, ever. No, ever. no, I'm not. No. Okay, all it right. It has nothing to do with his yeah. music, but like Kanye's been on this whole thing where he's like, "I'm Jesus. I'm starting my own church." So like, that's why I'm just. Well, kind of he's like, like a cult leader. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, I'm not trying to start up anything. No, I, 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 hear, you, I hear what you're saying. I, feel, I hear what you're saying. I feel it's in more people you, than I, we realize, and that, that's one of those things. And I'm not saying 
Everyone has the capability of be a savior. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to start a cult. Are you saying- and I'm not trying, I'm officially not, trust me, Jim Brewer is not starting a cult. Yeah. Uh, or a religion or anything like that. <laughs> I'm really just it. hanging out. We're hanging out yeah. at a bonfire talking. That's all we're doing is talking. No, I know. I, I was saying, what I'm hearing is, it sounds like, do you think like the church and like the organized religion and all that, do you think they're almost trying to convince us that or like kind of belittle us. That's that's a interesting question. I think I wasn't. I, I would wasn't say like, I wasn't done. Oh, because like the way I'm just trying to like read back what I hear you saying. Yeah. Which sounds like you feel as though, um, like in terms of God and Jesus, and like God always says, like Jesus was my son. He's the one that heals everyone. Like mm-hmm. yada yada. Mm-hmm. Does it make you feel as if? people are kind of like just little nothings on the world and that Jesus is kind of like the only way that we will be saved as a human race when in, when you believe that like that's not in fact true like humans actually possess that power that I believe humans possess that power okay yeah that's what I was trying to get I to. totally believe yeah. humans possess that power and they don't realize they have that power. I'm not saying we Is can walk Is that because in. we're being told otherwise? I don't know why. I just feel we may not look. See, this is, this is, you know, your soul can't be defined by science. They can define everything else about us. They can't define science. A, they, a science cannot go, well, the soul is made up of X, Y, Z. The soul of a hyena, the soul of a cat, yeah. the soul of a human is made up of X. You cannot explain spirit and soul. Yeah, that is I agree. in all of us. There's a lot of and like, our subconscious religion just, related things that you can't explain with science. Correct. So, um,. And to to your what you were saying earlier about like uh, like having the power to like you said you've personally experienced healing people, I think like that's one of my big things is like for me it's like I feel like faith whatever your faith is is supposed to be such like a personal thing, and I yes. think that's probably my yes. my main qualm with yes. organized religion today is it just it's become so impersonal it's so like. In my opinion, it's like you go, you go sit down, you listen to what the pastor tells yeah, you, yeah. and like, I mean, when I, a lot of times when I go to church, like, I feel like a sheep, like, I feel like I'm just I listening and being told, and I yeah. feel like it's, like, it's become such like a, a grand, like, system of like, oh, well, we have to follow these rules because we're part yes. of this denomination, and if we yes. don't do this, we'll lose funding from this church or whatever, and it's like, I, I feel like we've just really lost sight of like following Jesus or whoever. Right. Just on like a personal level. Yes, I highly agree. Like mm-hmm. I don't like that. I, I don't. If, if if we have the power to help people and all that stuff, you're already sacrificing. If you're the if you're the speaker, mm-hmm. all right. Now you technically don't get paid, or they do get paid. I don't know. That's one of those things where I I have a tough time with the money issue. Like why? If, if we can do this once every two weeks, yeah, just like organize, why do we have to do it every Sunday? Yeah. Why do we have to do it over here? Why does it have to be, this always has to be done? You know, it freaked me out when I was a kid and I would go the, I, my natural feeling was weirdness 
That was my natural gut feeling the first time I saw a bunch of grown-ups going, uh, t- talking in unison, yeah. doing, I'm out of heaven. Absolutely. And I just went, what's going on? Feels like brainwashing. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on? This is weird. And and they're not feeling it. They're not feeling it. They're just doing it almost like a math problem. Now, yes, again, yeah. I don't want to discredit. I don't want anyone listening going, are you saying that? I think it's very valuable, very important for a lot of humanity. I'm saying I think we can open it up in a broader uh, spectrum yeah. and make, make people see it even more and more uh, how they can grow Without that organized thing. Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't want to, again, I don't, because I know there's people that are like, what are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. I, well, you're always going to have those people. Yeah, you're always going to, exactly. <laughs> so just disregard that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no this matter what. Those are the what. people that actually listen, want to listen. They're, they're, they want to hear what we're I, talking trust about. Trust me, <laughs> I can, in this day and age, you can go, hey, you want a, a lollipop? Why would you offer me a lollipop? It's got sugar in it, and that causes diabetes. Are you saying that you're, you're in agreement with that? Oh, my God. Mm. Yeah. Sorry what happened to you when you were eight years old. Get therapy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of times that's all it is. All Sometimes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Gab's going to bathroom. But that's, there's a lot of times where I feel, you know, someone said something to me. He, he studied theology mm-hmm. and um, we would talk about this. We'd, and a lot of it was band stuff too, music stuff. Yeah. And we'd start talking and uh, I said, ah, you know, D goes to church, but I don't know. I hate every time to give the money. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. I, I, I get it. You need this and you need that. I get it. But at the same time, just... Do you think the church should have to pay taxes? What's your What's your stance on that whole that whole debate? That's like a hot one right now. Um, I, I don't even think money should be involved. Mm, yeah, that's yeah, I that's agree. where I that's where I I kind of agree. It's like we're already doing it wrong. If I, right off the bat we're doing it wrong. Place. If we yeah. have to show up, like if I if I have the if I have a gift, and this I've talked about this on the podcast. Some of the things I struggle with is I feel doing comedy is a form of healing some people. Yeah. So I used to struggle with should I really be. God, we're paying for entertainment. But I, I also feel we're in a society where everything passionate, everything you lived for has been grabbed and became, oh, it's now a product. Yeah. And now you got to pay for that product. Yeah. Oh, you like this water? Oh, well, now we bottled it. And I gotta, you got to pay for the product. And it's it's weird to see, like, Christianity become, like, a commercialized. Hey, movie. and this is what bothered really me, has, too. Like, is televangelist. Like music. Yeah. Tele- okay. Now, here's the subject. Now, I believe... Media and entertainment is so controlled of what gets super big. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not that I've seen this with my own two eyes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just exploring my mind. Yeah. Um, 
And I truly believe a way to crush faith. Because there's a lot of people like, eh, that feel the way I do. Like, eh, I believe something's there and I believe this is the right thing. And I believe, if Jesus said, he's a, whatever these things are, it's a good thing. But that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. But I hear over and over the, evan- the evangelist and all that stuff became so big and they become so big. Yeah. They're already set up for the failure. They're being set up for the failure. So it can be exposed to go, huh? So this is what you worship? Oh, interesting. This is what you all, we told you none of this exists. Ha ha. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And then all the sheep turn away and the wolves eat them. See, I told you. And it allows darker, darker energy to infiltrate. I'm so lost. He knows where I am. Do you know where I'm at? Yeah, but does that but does that mean that but I but I think those the people, televangelists, for example, who are doing those things that are making people say, Look, I told you, is this who you worship? Like I think they should still be held accountable. You know, like Oh yeah. Like people who become multimillionaires off of preaching. When Correct. the Bible says if you're rich, you don't have a shot in hell and getting into heaven. Well, cor- well, correct, because really you just, it, you just, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's what drives me nuts. When you used, when you use any type of morality and faith and as, and you're selling, you're selling God. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's become so commercialized. That's, yeah. that's dark. And that's what, and you're, and you're right that that's what everybody sees. Well, that's what they see. Yeah, that's, that's what, they what see. I, That's all my friends say. Like, bro, how yeah. can I? How can I believe anything when I see uh, this happen? Yeah, I go, but that's not what it, that's not what it represents. And it's frustrating. Yeah, I hate I hate having to give people the like telling people that I'm a Christian and then having to give them the whole but but I'm not like that explanation. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm not one of those Christians. Like, it's like I, I wish it wasn't even an issue. You know. Well, that's why. That's why um, it's interesting. I did a uh, I did a benefit mm-hmm. for I, I don't label myself mm-hmm. because I don't know what I am. Yeah, I really don't. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning not saying more you more. should. I'm not saying you no, should. No, but I'm leaning more. I'm leaning more and more towards that because I because people instantly because judge. You, yeah, and and whatever good words would be put out there, they're shot down. Yeah. And I'll give an example. Um, you know, last week, you know, someone, there was a John Lennon thing. Someone was on Instagram, they're writing to me, and it's like John Lennon. And then two seconds later, this, this person wrote, well, how, be careful with his words. He, he was in a woman abuser. And I went, I never heard that. He was terrible to women and would beat them and blah, blah, blah. So I looked it up. John Lennon? Yeah. Hmm. And he did. I didn't know that. But he admitted it. Mm -hmm. And he admitted he had problems with his mother. And so at a young age, up until a certain age, he was, did not treat women well. Mm -hmm. And he apologized and he said how wrong he was and why he discovered why he would do that and blah, blah, blah. And then he changed and moved on. Mm -hmm. Now, if... If the common person in the middle of nowhere, this this is this is the problem too. If someone came up to us and started talking, or they said something amazing that possibly could change your life, uh-huh. 
Does it matter what their label is or what they are or like like this circumstance? Mm. He might have. Uh, yeah. I think. Said, all right. Well, well. I think it imagine, depends what they're saying. All right. Like, let's take Lennon's words. Okay. Imagine. Imagine there's no that whole. Do you know that song? Yeah. If you just put them on a wall and didn't say who wrote them, mm-hmm. you'd go, huh? That's uh, wow. That's an interesting concept of living. Yeah. And you don't know if they're black. You don't know if they're white. You don't know if they're Muslim. You don't know if they're Christian. You don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. But if you say who it is, suddenly, oh well, this guy is that person. Blah 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 blah. That's just how people react. Like, I can tell you, I know, but like, I can tell you one of the things that I've said many times, one of my favorite all-time sayings is one person can change the whole world for the better Mm -hmm. as long as they don't give a damn who takes the credit. Interesting. And that's a powerful statement. Yeah. Now, if, if a certain color or a certain gender race or yeah race color whatever why am i you think you you hear someone going did he just refer to people as color oh yeah no i get it you're the piece i get it do you so would someone at college right now be like oh my god he just referred to people as color so racist no 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 i know that no, but I thank you for that. Um, but if I told them that this female Asian said that, or this Latino old man, I didn't get to the point. I'd be a dick. I'm not being a dick, but it's just like you would judge it. You're, or rather than rather than being moved yeah, by 100%. it or walk by walk with it, you'll instantly. So I always want. I always wonder. Jesus said so many people will not even listen because of that or when they say Muhammad said Mm -hmm. you're automatically not gonna and in these times most Christians would think that Muslims I I don't know this for a fact oh you know they're they're mean to women Uh, I could tell you a lot of People I talk to have no clue, but they'll say, oh, they chop their heads off and they're mean, you gotta walk 10 feet behind them, and it's the worst uh, religion you can ever be. And then other people say, oh, Christians are, they're full of crap, and they're this, and they're, and they're whatever they say about each other. Yeah. So if that's the times we live in, mm-hmm. what's the happy medium to infiltrate everyone to start thinking for the better? Does, does that make any sense? Yeah. It does, right? Yeah. I think people in general need to be more open-minded and accepting. I think not judging and being accepting is huge, and that's that's one of the huge problems with organized religion, and especially with Christians today, is they can't seem to wrap their heads around the do not judge others <laughs> part of I know, that's teachings. like one of the most pushed... It's so, like... it's so easy. It's so easy to just not judge people. Oh my gosh! I, well, I no think a lot of the time, some it's, people we know. Well, but. it's just I think I think it goes back to how you're raised as a 
Person. Oh, yeah. I agree. I think it's just how you're raised. I think you should really just start with your children because your children are the ones who are going to grow up to be in your place. I think the best thing in the world is full-blown experience. Yeah, but because in not a lot of people have access to that, correct. unfortunately. So Absolutely. then you have to work with what you have. And by doing that, you got to start teaching just to be open-minded. Look at kids in general. They don't care. They just don't care. They're not, they're the least. But how do you teach it if everything on Instagram or Facebook or media and blah, blah, blah is shoving 24-7 down your throat? That's judgmental issues. I don't know. Natural selection. (laughs) But that's a very big selection. I think we have to take, we have to use those same platforms. I think we have to use those same platforms for the opposite purpose because I think, I, I think it is a lot of, I think a lot of it is what people consume. I agree with that. I always had this. I used to. I told you something wacky the other day. I I'm waiting for the day where you see all different walks of life, like walking arm in arm, down singing. I'm waiting for those protests, and I won't call them protests. I'll call them movements, where you see. You don't think that's already happening? I didn't say it was or not, but I've never seen Jewish, a Christian. Black, white, gay, uh, nation of Islam, all walking in unison, saying, "This is all going to change now." I think we're, it's we're, happening. We're making a we're I making a movement. I just don't think it's happening good. enough. It's happening in spurts. That's what I'm waiting for. Rather than, don't you see today? It's like, well, women need rights. These people need rights. They need rights. These, we're going to have this march. We're going to have that march. How about just human march? I actually, I actually disagree with that because I think, I, I think targeting the things that need to be changed specifically is how you make change. I think if we just, I think if we walk around saying, why doesn't everyone just be nice to each other and treat each other well? I don't, I don't think, I don't think anything's going to change. I think we have to address like the, the, the real issues as they come up. Mm. In order, in order to fix things. Well, I feel like we're gonna have a hard time. I, I think it goes back to like the government because at the end of the day, that's kind of what's running everything, in a sense. Also, the internet. But like when people do these protests where they want change, it's they're fighting the government's views on it. Well, yes, yes, and sometimes no. Sometimes I feel like they're fighting a a personal thing that they're making a bigger I don't know I don't know and are there really changes being made that's sometimes sometimes yeah I mean there are the biggest change for me (laughs) that I have ever seen well I haven't seen personally but from what was a Rosa Parks move Rosa Parks going on the bus they wouldn't you know they told her get a back of the bus so I'm not going the back of the bus they arrest her the entire black community went grassroots door to door they said we're never going on buses again we're going to bankrupt them mm-hmm. well well, how am I going to ride I'm going to ride you I'll ride you don't worry about it. we'll take care of each other that was that is that's what I think we're going to we're going to see something heavy like you know this corporation no one's ever buying again yeah. This corporation, I thought one of the most amazing, did you watch the, uh, what do you call it, what's his name, 
uh, the awards. I didn't see the awards. Oh, I saw oh you're talking about Ricky Gervais? Yes. Yeah. He, yeah, he made it. He made it. Don't care. He made an Epstein joke and got booed, and then was like, "I know he's your friend. I know." <laughs> yeah. But he put out so much. Yeah, just didn't care. And I and I think what he did, he put enough out there that the small amount of people that needed to hear it to go, "Whoa, we should look into this," worked. Yeah. Where most people saw it as, "Ah, it's entertainment." I know for a fact. Yeah, I loved watching the reactions in the crowd oh during God. his speech because all the all the like, like uh, old rich oh white God, like Hollywood Tom people Hanks. were like, Tom looked Hanks. terrified because he was terrified. Yeah, terrified. And then people like people like like Adam Driver, who's like an ex marine and like yes, just like he's just laughing. He's just laughing because he's, like, <laughs> he's like he's like this is great. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I'm not one of them. Yeah. Well, it's really funny because I, I did acting and I'm not going to knock them for anything, but I always, I always thought they should make the, they get so serious at these awards. Oh, I know. At the I end know. of the day, it's like, okay, we now present the award for the best person playing make-believe. I know. And it's, it's so you like. playing make-believe. It's so like dystopian in a way. Yeah. It's. You know, like it's crazy watching all these like like the top one percent of the one percent get together and give each other awards. Yes, <laughs> and we all watch it. Won't yeah. we? Won't it's crazy. We, won't we? Great doing that forty times. Yeah, and then they edited it and added music to enhance the emotion. Wasn't it great? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it is yeah. very dystopian. And the, it's the Hunger Games. And the winners We're living in the Hunger Games. And the winners of the awards are decided by those same people. Right. It's just, and then, <laughs> The right. same small circle, yeah. <laughs> it is very, it is very Hunger Games. Yeah. yeah. It's fascinating. It's really fascinating. It's crazy, yeah. Um, but some of the things he was putting out there. Oh my gosh, He yeah. put a lot out there. Yeah. I highly suggest you watch that over and over. I liked when he told them not to preach. He was like, don't tell that us what to do. That was the best thing. Yeah. He's like, don't use this and, as a platform for but, your political views. But, Just thank your freaking agent. Like, shut up. Yeah. Thank you, God. Thank your agent. It's Get so off the long. stage. so Like, yeah. I just want to go home. <laughs> but you know what? No. The key word they said was, because none of you know shit about what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. You don't know shit. Yeah. And it's the God's honest truth. He even, for him to go, uh, and this is how... I, the last couple months, like, uh, all right, we'll start with Ricky Drew. When he goes, hey, the guy from Apple, hey, they're into TV now. And we got this great show about integrity, uh, morality, doing the right thing. And it's run by a company that runs sweatshops in China. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they showed, and they showed Tim Cook while he was saying yes. that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then people are like, oh, and he goes, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> He put Disney out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He put two other ones out there, like Verizon? Yeah. Or whatever. He and called he, out Disney. That's crazy. Uh, I know. That was a bold move. But. He's going he's gonna to disappear. <laughs> That's what everyone yeah. said. That's what everyone said. He's going to become the next MC. But oh, the God. point is, this is what I'm saying. When people get wound up about things, no one's looking at the the bigger spectrum of it all that controls 
I don't think they want to. And there's so much hypocrisy. That could be a thing. That could be a thing, Gabby. I think they're aware, but they just don't want to. They yeah. don't want to see it. They don't want to see it. Almost like, hey, uh, you know your wife's cheating on it's you. I, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think that I think they're just it's all good. And, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's, uh, no, no, she's cool. I it's, mean, yeah, it's I think so, you're going crazy. Yeah. It's so incredibly hypocritical. I think a lot of people are very much aware of what's really going on and how... I, I agree. I think we're aware that obviously this is not what we should be doing and how we should be thinking, but like there's something there that's just stopping us. Fear. Fear. Fear and addiction. Addiction. However, but in Star Wars. Yes, let's get to that. Because <laughs> I believe this. This is what started this whole conversation. I believe <laughs> the whole force. Well, I'm telling you, Lucas who's, who's is like, trying to. Who's the Who's the guy that? Who's the oh my Yoda? God. No, no, and the new ones. He's like Poe. 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 Thank Cameron. you, Poe. Yeah. What about Poe? Poe when he's doing his like his pep talk for when they're about to go fight. Okay. He's like, people will people will follow good if there's a leader. Or no, will f- people will fight for what's for the for good. For what's good. For what's if good. Someone leads them. Yeah. Someone leads them. Like, yeah. And like again, like he didn't think all those people were gonna show up. Correct. They're all scared. Yeah. Correct. But at the end of the day, they're still there. They showed up. I thought that was very powerful. Yeah. Call it a movie. Call it whatever. Mm-hmm. I always saw Star Wars. Um, Star Wars is our Bible. <laughs> I seriously, the older I me too. The older I got, still got my would, action figures. Yeah, and I would Not listen. Like <laughs> yeah, and I would listen to the dialogue of certain character, and yeah. I mean Yoda, mm, the mind of a child, still, way. still not programmed. I've never related to someone more than Ray in my life with the whole. Oh my god, I can't like see. I don't want to spoil it. But the last, this last movie, I was like, oh my god. I know. You were. (laughs) (laughs) Star Wars is huge for me. Mm -hmm. Huge. I tell people, you gotta watch it powerful. Yeah. (laughs) It's. It's more powerful than people realize. There are in, Dad, there are entire you? books on Star Wars um, as like a metaphor for Christianity. Like people have written hundreds of pages yeah. just like about Star Wars being like a metaphor, I guess, for just like religion in general. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's I mean, crazy. The, whole, the sacrifice of himself because he knew he'd be more powerful. Yeah, resisting the temptation of the dark side and all that. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's a very powerful awesome if you just you know i wonder if, God, that's such a good movie. and that was what brought us that was what brought us originally to talking about uh-huh. religion because we yeah, were driving she said home going nuts with, uh, talking about star, star wars, wars. yeah because yeah. because like because poe says people will fight for good if they have someone to lead them but that we was a huge about, line you're talking yeah. about who gets to be the leader though you know because yeah. in my mind in my mind that's jesus you know i follow jesus but it seems like in in modern day it's people that are leading the church setting, right? Well, I thought and that one was interesting. You had the, you had the, um, what was that female that uh, that showed up? And just, they used bow and arrows and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There she were was all a, these different. She was a stormtrooper deserter. Oh, yes, yeah. that was a powerful was moment. Like, the stormtrooper <laughs> deserters. For yeah. those of you who don't know what Star Wars is, that basically the people. <laughs> The people that worked. You live under a rock. 
No, no. Well, a lot of people never watch it and they don't like it. Oh, my God. But I thought that was so powerful because they're really just talking about the people that work for, and then they quote, left. the system, uh, a yeah. corporation, whatever, where they you know woke. at the end of the day... This is not mo- good. You, it's not a good thing. Good. You may be making your money, mm-hmm. making millions, billions, trillions, whatever, but you know deep down inside is not good. There's no love, man. You go, <laughs> the stormtroopers, they were, they were, and they were in hiding people that left. They turned their back on it. The leavers. That was huge. Yeah. I loved that. I sat there numb for like a minute going, Wow. <laughs> That's yeah. going to be the next move. I like this. It was awesome. I think, I think the question today is if, if we're talking about the system as like being evil in a broad sense, I think. Well, what is this? Yeah, well, I think that's the like, question. Like, what is this? Why do yeah. we wear these pants? Why do we live in these type of houses? Why do we have to have jobs? Why do we. Like, I was telling, what is money? Yeah. Why can't you just make more money? And people say, well, you know, the economy. (laughs) Well, who controls, who controls uh, uh, just money? The top, the top 1%. (laughs) But what do they do? But why do we, why do we live under those circumstances? Now you're speaking my language. (laughs) Why do we live under those circumstances? Why do we go to schools? Why do we learn what we learn because in school you don't learn about life you don't learn about um if this is the system we live in well then why don't you teach us how to save money I think, how to invest money how to create jobs yeah how to create opportunities why are we learning what we're learning in school i mean i got my reasons but yeah i think in a general sense i think we live we live in the circumstances and we stay in the circ- circumstances we're in because the people who are in power, who are desperate to stay in power, have convinced us that we are better off with them in power and with things staying the way they are. That's why there's never any like revolt or change or like real protest. And that's why that's why so many people, if you look at general elections, people vote against the against their own economic interests, objectively speaking, because We've we've just been taught that it's like this is the way things should be, and that's and we're better off this way. A lot of people just believe that. I think. Like even here, mm-hmm. okay. Why is it that there's only two parties? Yeah. Yeah. And why <laughs> do we, on a consistent basis, and it's going to stay that just way? Just live with it. It's going to st- and it's going to stay live that with way. It. Yeah. And you're willing to join either party. Just because, well, no, this is my team, it's the team I joined. Yeah. Why is there just two parties? That makes zero sense to me. Yeah, and, and it's crazy because, I mean, the, the reason is if you, if you vote for someone in a third party, that's great, but 99% of people won't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just because you don't even want to know, you just I'm on this team, so I can't vote for them. People just vote down the line, you know, not to get political, but people just right. either D D D D D or R R R R R. There's so much to. We can be here for hours and hours. Yeah. And you know what's awesome? You don't do drugs or drink. This oh, is all. <laughs> no, no, no. But this is all just. just some people need brain. to get. Yeah. No, it's not screwed. <laughs> See, okay. You just made another great example. You said He's my. He's just sc- educated. <laughs> No, thank you. No, what he said was, it's just my screwed up brain. 
because you think it's weird or too heavy or too, uh, it's just too radical, too whatever, where the truth is, it's not. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think this way. Yeah. I'm in my 50s, you're 20. Yeah. We're not that far off with our mind. I don't know if that's a bad thing for me, though. <laughs> but that, that's another th saying that me and a friend came up with. It's not weird. Mm -hmm. It's normal. We've been taught and programmed yeah. that these thoughts are weird. Yeah. Or they're conspiracies. And it's, it's almost kind of, it's kind of depressing that it's like, the more I learn... Whether through like classes or just in like in life, it's like the more skeptical and like disillusioned I get. It's like I feel like I get I get like like angrier and more skeptical of just like the way things work in general the more I learn. And like that's not good, right? That like like I feel like it's it's it says a lot it says a lot about our our society yeah. that like like the more the more we learn about it, like the less we like. I I'm with you on that one. I understand what you say. Now, at the same time, I'm not saying I don't enjoy my life. Ignorance is bliss. Right. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, no, I, definitely. Yeah, I'm not. I gotta I'm be honest with complaining. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm not complaining. We're just. We have thinking. no room to complain. Yeah, we have. I have yeah, zero room absolutely. to complain. Yeah, and a I lot mean, of other people do. Correct. Yeah. A hundred, a thousand percent. Um, we're just talking, and we're right. just right. We're just thinking and we're trying to figure out things. At the end of the day, things, it may never leave right here. And for those of you listening, some of you may go, I don't know. Someone may go, I don't know where you guys went. <laughs> you lost me about 40 minutes ago. I don't, I, don't, what, I don't know where you're at. I was just waiting to hear a goat sound or something. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, <laughs> but there's, yeah, but there's others Mm -hmm. That are listening, going, wow. Uh, there's some things and are... that's good. Of course. As, as much as we don't have a reason to complain, I think another big thing is I think the things that need to change aren't going to change until the people that don't have a reason to complain care anyway for the re for the people that do. Because while the people who because I think a, a lot of a lot of people who are privileged enough to be apathetic yeah. are apathetic. They're just like, well, my life's great, so whatever. And I think those are the people especially that need to care because they have the and, power to make change. And that's the part where I say we're also, we're, we're programmed, but we're also addicted. Meaning, mm. I'm addicted to this lifestyle. Yeah. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> I, started off, yeah. I started off with nothing and I've been taught throughout life, well, now that I'm here, uh, you won. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Oh, you want to go further? I don't want good to job. win. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Why don't I want to go? As a matter of fact, you did such a good job. Why don't you get a, why don't you get a, a theater in your house? Why don't you get a, why don't you get two car garage? Yeah. Why don't you get a plasma TV? I mean, you deserve it. Mm -hmm. So that's part, but that's part of the madness of it all. This was wild. Yeah. <laughs> I hope, uh, I hope that um, resonates. Yeah, no, I hope you guys were into today. I was. This was awesome. Me too. I really, I like hanging out. I saved your butt. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you were like, oh, shoot, I have to do a podcast today. And I'm like, hey, hey, I've been uh, talking about. Uh, you did. No yeah. Ooh, that's a great subject. Yeah. 
I like that. Um, <laughs> if people want to follow you, do you have an Instagram or oh yeah, Tiki Talk um, or yeah. whatever use, your generation is? I don't know. Use the clout. As much as, like, as much as I might look like I have a TikTok, I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, uh, check out if you're into metal or metalcore. Check out my band. We're called Well Wisher. Um, our Instagram's wellwisher973. Um, my Instagram's xgodown, if you want to follow me. <laughs> there you my go. personal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So the music's going good for you? Yeah, it's going great. Um, we got a bunch of shows coming up, working on new This music. is your band? Yes, yeah. So the band I toured with and my band are two, two separate yeah. bands. Which is yeah, yeah. Confusing, but yeah, my band, my band is called Wellwisher. We're, yeah, we've shows coming up, we're working on new music. What are you hoping to like when I was when I was your age, I was like, man, I wanna I want television, I wanna be a movie star, I wanna be a huge comedian. Do you have those visions of movies? Is it a monster touring uh, albums? Yeah, I mean I, I definitely have I've got like aspirations about you know what I wanna be able to do with like like music that I've written. Um, but I think generally I'm just, I'm just seeing where it takes me. Um, I mean, I'm just, for me, like I'm, I feel blessed enough just to be able to like, like get on stage in front of people and like play songs that I wrote and have people into it. And like, like that's so cool. It's cool to see it, right? Yeah. I just got to like drive around the country for two weeks playing, playing drums every night. Like, so like for me, it's like as, as much as ambitious as I am, because I, I, I want to go as far as possible with this. Like I also just feel grateful that to, you know, to be where yeah. I am. Just like chugging cool. along. Yeah, just chugging along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chug along. Adam, really cool. Thanks for coming to hang out. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Hopefully I'll be back sometime. I, I believe so. We'll have to visit you in New York City. Yeah, I'd love that. Oh, yeah. Please yeah, do. we'd be into that. We'd be love into that. City. Yeah. Um... Can't escape me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, this was um, pretty much everything that I wanted to happen. I love conversations like this. And this is what I keep saying, everyone. I'm not, we're not denouncing anything. We're just, yeah. just, just asking questions. It's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's your opinion. My opinion. Recording a conversation. <laughs> and if we can't have just conversations, Without screaming, without yelling, without judging, without saying you're wrong and you're this, you're that, which I feel is the true agenda. Of who? The dark force. Sarah, the peoples are getting united. We need to separate them. Send them more politics. Bang, dang, dang, dang. Release the memes! Release the media and the memes and we'll get them fighting in the streets. <laughs> Just one big fake news rant. It is, man. It's all doofy. I always said this. If news was real, don't you think... I, I asked my dad once. Uh, I said, Dad, how many people live in New York City? All right. Let's take a wild guess. Ah, a couple million. So you're going to tell me, in New York, because I used to live in Long Island, mm-hmm. in Long Island, in all of New York, upstate New York, everything, probably, let's say it's 10 million people. Yeah. We're going to hear about violence from one or two people. Mm-hmm. What about all the amazing things that happen? 
And people will answer that going, well, that's not entertainment. We don't want to hear it. No. That's the problem. That's the problem. You don't want to hear it. Yeah. No, you do want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Because when you hear amazing stories, people love it. We've been programmed that we don't want to hear it and it won't sell and the ratings won't be high. Yeah, we think that like the bad news is important. Because is. we've been programmed. Is. But it's not the only thing that's important. Yeah. No. And, and well, it's not important. What is important, if we want to get into that, mm-hmm. it's not so much the bad thing that happened. Why did it really happen? Did it go from these people's childhood? Is it the environment they're in? Is it what brought these two people to this situation. Yeah, look towards a solution. Yeah. Look, look towards a solution, which they never do. Mm-hmm. Look towards how to prevent it, which they never do. Yeah. So that's why I question it 24-7. And I wish more, more people would instead of just trusting. Oh, yeah, I'm going to trust it all. That's, yep, you're right. It's 100% right. Mm-hmm. The madness that people will trust and put their life and emotions into someone you never met, yeah. someone you have no clue that's putting this together, yeah. and you have zero clue of the agenda of how it wants to infiltrate your mind. Zero. Yeah. That's what he's. That's what I loved. What Ricky Gervais said. He goes, "You have no fucking clue." Yeah. <laughs> and you don't. Yeah. You absolutely don't. Woo! All right. Go have a good day, people. <laughs> Hope you enjoy life. Uh, listen, this is all meant for just, again, conversation, deep talk. I think life is beautiful when we allow it to be beautiful. I'm not a fan. I don't watch. I try to stay off new. Gab, how much TV do I work? Zero. I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Uh, negative. Zero. <laughs> I don't watch TV. People don't believe me. Yeah. I don't. No, he really doesn't. He once bought this thing that turned off televisions, like in airports and stuff. Yes! He bought, like an EMP? He, yeah, yes! I even, yeah, something like that. But he would literally go, he'd be in the airport. Sounds illegal. No, it's not. It's not legal anymore. They got rid of it. But, you're, you're absolutely right. When, when I had my radio show on satellite radio, and the lit, you, you know who you are, all the regulators out there. Regulators! Someone came in, because we would talk about this stuff all the time. And, and that show is based on no, no news, no politics, to keep away from pop culture. Um, what drove me nuts was how come every time I, and this started the early 2000s, 2006, five, four, they started putting TVs in airports at your gate. Waiting rooms. Mm-hmm. Waiting, wait, everywhere. And, Restaurants. And, what is like there? Diners and it's stuff. all news. Yeah. Why? I don't have a choice to change a channel or turn down the volume at a gate. Yeah. At an airport. Mm-hmm. So now people don't talk to one another. They all just watch whether they want to watch or not, or they put in their ear pods. Yeah. I remember going, going. There's no more talking or communicating. We'd go to re- when I'd go to like restaurants when I was little. I remember uh, my mom would always make. Uh, the kids sit in the seats facing away from the TV so that yeah. they wouldn't be able to watch it during yeah. dinner. <laughs> and I always say, if I walk in... We always in a, fight it and argue. And yeah, <laughs> if I walk in a place, a restaurant especially, mm-hmm. and they have the news on, I ask them, can you please turn that off? And if they can't, I don't eat there. Wow. Why? 
That's your free time. Why should I have to? So I used to have this, uh, this guy came into our show with a remote control that can turn off any TV. That's crazy. And I started, that was so funny. Well, I think it got out there and I would turn off at the airports. Yeah. Oh man. People couldn't figure it out. <laughs> but now when you go, you can't because they're mm-hmm. owned by CNN. It only plays CNN so, or it only plays so CNBC or it only plays for whatever the network that you're watching. Yeah. They own that television. So and they exactly. Have you ever yeah. been to um, airports? It says the CNBC store. Yeah. The CNN store. Yeah. You don't think that's madness? That's madness. People don't see it. They just keep, yeah, no, this is what it is. No, it's not. It's infiltrating 24-7. Yeah. Use the false. (laughs) Use the false. Where you're going, you will not need the lightsaber. (laughs) Um, All right, we went on. I'm sorry. If we lost you... That's all right. We'll get Too you bad. back next week. Too bad. Keep up. Too bad. Yeah. Keep up. Um, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up. This was a great time hanging out with Gabby. Um, what was up with that video you put on Instagram? That was that was wild. Okay. Literally, I did that on purpose, and you were just fighting my creative genius. <laughs> my dad texted me. He's like, why did you post that? Did you know it was sideways? Like, what? You know that's wrong, right? And I was like, I literally... So... The thing was, when I tried to put up a video to, like, promote Whatever. the podcast, uh-huh. I was just so bad at it that I just posted the blooper of it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so Good job. it was kind of, I don't know, I was just being, like, ironic. Okay. <laughs> I was just being stupid. It's irony. It's, supposed, it's irony. It is irony. You don't get it, like, <laughs> And uh, I, I will warn you now, there's uh, anyone who comments on Gabby's page, because I'm going to... I'm going to read it. You're the only person I follow on that page. No, I know that. And I, <laughs> I, I follow yours. Do you want you want to put it out there? Oh, yeah. You just you followed me like on Instagram. Like my personal? Like, yeah. Like I'm not going to. Yeah. No, that's the only one I'm going to put out there. Cause that's I what I mean. Yeah, I don't want my personal one. No, 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 no. Oh, I already well, said my personal Instagram. Whatever. Follow me. <laughs> no, no, no. They might follow you. Might, you might have some cool. You'll be surprised. It's, be prepared for really cool people. And you may have one whack job. I don't think you will. I don't think, I don't think you. Will. I don't think you will. Either. If you're gonna follow me, you have to follow my band one, first. I only had one <laughs> person thing. comment. I saw that. I and read it. And I was it, like, "That's weird." I, I deleted it. <laughs> and I know which one you deleted. And I immediately looked at them and Say looked them up. Names. Yeah, and I was like, "Ugh." Like, Dude, uh, you said something. No, oh. but as I looked at no, them, yeah, I, yeah, no, like I, I instantly went on their page and I looked at them because I want to know if they're creep status and mm, they might have, they might have. He seemed harmless, but I was still like, mm, this made me uncomfortable. Bye. Made me uncomfortable. <laughs> made me, made little, me uncomfortable. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I can handle it. I know, and you did. I, I, I grew up in this place. I didn't say anything. <laughs> That's true. I, gr- I grew up in the mean comments. I keep my the, Instagram private so I can just. Filter out yeah. the yeah. yeah. So um, the Paramount in Long Island, yes, I'm playing there. It's it's almost sold out. So please get a ticket now before it's completely sold out. Gabrielle, as of now, is going to go up and sing Vienna. I'm then training. Brian, I know you are training right now. Training my vocals. When is that? That is February. What's the 21st. last? February 21st. February 21st. It's a Friday. 
uh, February 19th, doing a benefit at the Parker Playhouse in Fort Lauderdale. And go to officialjimbrewer.com for all tour dates. More will come out, I believe, this week. And um, I can't thank you all enough for talking and hanging out. And let me know what you think. And always being there. Being on this journey with us. Yeah, thanks for coming along the journey. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being cool. Adam, thank you. Yeah, of course. Gabby, thank you. You're welcome. And to all of you, always. Thank you. Stay groovy. Stay groovy. (laughs) Be safe. Use the false. (laughs) Take care. Thanks.